Another day, another blowout loss for the Mariners on this nightmare of a road trip. Our thoughts on George Kirby and more coming up here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is Wednesday, June 7, 2023. This is Teddy Gonzalez and Colby Patnode for the Locked On Mariners postgame show brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And when you enter promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the game. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below low and if you want to hear from us even more please consider signing up for our patreon you can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show the link as well as our social accounts is in the description of this episode 10 to 3 the final score from san diego mariners split their two-game series with the padres they didn't score until the eighth inning in this one well after george kirby was chased after three and two-thirds innings pitch and that's where we'll begin today colby with George Kirby. This is his second really rough start in, over his last three. Th- we're obviously seeing regression, but how concerning is the regression we're seeing right now? Not very. I mean, <clears throat> so Kirby today, it's, it's the same game plan that gets him every time. He gets ambushed. Um, he's always around the strike zone. 16 of 21 first pitch strikes like he's always in the strike zone early he's always around the zone and as we know as we continue to say he doesn't have elite stuff so if he's going to catch any part of the plate he's imminently hittable so it's just one of those things where he's got to be on the corners he's got to be sharp he just didn't have it today um there's also you know some element of, of some bad luck it seemed like every ball that was put in play by san diego just happened to find a hole or a gap or uh, something like that. And, and, you know, obviously the first run probably shouldn't happen, but Kelnick uh, misplayed a ball and left, which allowed Gary Sanchez of all people to stretch a single into a double. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, he got ambushed again and, and it's, it's something he's going to have to find a counter punch to. Uh, he already did after the one disastrous start. Um, he comes back against the Yankees and is just dominant. And then he comes back next time out and, unfortunately just struggles and and so it's it's a little bit of a hit or miss right now with Kirby but uh yeah overall I'm not too concerned because you know George is is George he's a really good pitcher um who you know we thought might get some Cy Young votes this year uh he'll have to go on one heck of a run down the stretch here to to keep that uh, idea alive but uh overall he's still been very good this year and and yeah it's it's two bad outings in a row but like we saw with Luis Castillo, these guys are just too good um, to just be this bad for this long. And eventually he'll figure something out. So no, I'm not worried about it overall. So, so what do you think is the plan for a counterattack for him? Because, you know, we talk about it all the time that George doesn't have overwhelming stuff. He has good stuff, but he doesn't have overwhelming stuff. Uh, the thing that that puts him above the rest is his elite command. But when you live as much as he does in the strike zone with stuff that isn't very overwhelming, aren't you just going to repeatedly run into issues like this? Like, how do you change your game plan enough where this game plan from you know opposing offenses is negated? 
Well, you do what you did against the Yankees and have extreme command and hit the corners every time, and you can go eight innings and only throw eighty-five pitches because this is this is a this is a risky game plan for offenses because if you're on your game, mm-hmm. they're not they're you're going to get deep. You're going to get deep into the game. Now, there's certain things they can look at. Are they tipping pitches? Maybe. Um, is there a pitch mixing? Is he have a tendency to throw? You know, seventy-five percent first pitch fastballs. Um, you know, there are some things that they can look at that they can tweak, but ultimately it just comes down to George being on the edges, being on the corners. Um, and today, you know, he was really, he was trying to get that, that upper shelf fastball just never really got there consistently enough. He was just above the zone enough that guys could lay off of it. And then when he came into the zone, he was getting knocked around. So, um, you know, I, I think that ultimately they'll look at, you know, they'll look at, uh, is he tipping pitches? They'll look at, is there a, a certain pitch mix here that that's not working that we need to tweak? Um, but overall, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that for Kirby, it comes down to command it comes down to, you know, really good command and control. And, and, and I, I think it's just about, uh, you know, looking internally at, at what is, what is happening? Am I tipping my pitches? Am I, throwing the two seamer more than I need to. Am I not throwing my curveball enough? Blah, 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 blah. So uh, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of internal review that happens after every single start. So uh, it's not that it's not like it should take him months and months to figure this out. Uh, but ultimately I think it just comes down to command. Cause I think Kirby honestly is okay. If you're going to swing early in the count, fine, good. That helps me. Um, but you have to make sure that if they're going to have that game plan, you're not going to get many free strikes. So you have to be on the corners constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to mix it up a little bit. Uh, but other than that, like, I don't, I don't think Kirby's afraid of, of, you know, guys swinging at the first or second pitch every time out. I think he welcomes that. It just means that you have to be that much more fine, uh, you know, early in the count. Yeah, and the command just not there today for Kirby. He gave up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven hard hit balls. Yep. Uh, and the off speed command was was really not present. He had eleven whiffs in this game over his mm-hmm. three and two thirds innings pitch. All of them were on the fastball. <clears throat> yeah, no whiffs on the off speed stuff. Uh, that's just not going to play. That's not going to get the job done. Um, so a little bit of a roller coaster of a last few starts for Kirby where. He's really down in one start, then is amazing against the Yankees, and now takes uh, quite a few steps back with uh, with today's outing. But again, like you mentioned as well, some bad Babbitt luck, uh, to be sure. Uh, he wraps up his day three and two-thirds innings pitch. Like I mentioned, five earned runs on 11 hits, three strikeouts, no walks, and the uh, one three-run home run from Gary Sanchez. Um, this offense also did nothing to pick Kirby up uh, and this Mariners pitching staff as well. Um, We're going to talk more about another just really lifeless performance from the Mariners bats and more in just a moment. But first, a reminder, this episode of the Locked On Mariners podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. 
Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Therapy can be helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It can empower you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and if you don't feel that your match is suitable for you no worries you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge discover your potential with better help visit betterhelp.com slash locked on mlb today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp com slash locked on mlb and you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners' 10-3 loss to the San Diego Padres. Uh, the Mariners have another, I know, Diego. Come on. It was like barely. Like I, I, I pulled it off in the end. Come on. You're the one that's holding us up right now. The, the Mariners, the Mariners, the Mariners. Yeah, I can't underestimate your ability to create chaos. Yes, I know. I learned my lesson. Okay. Uh the Mariners have another off day tomorrow after being in San Diego. And uh, they'll get back after it on Friday for a weekend series with the Angels. You can catch that series on the Mariners hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. All right. So another rough one for the Mariners offense today. Again, they didn't score until the eighth inning. And that was really because of poor command from the uh, Padres reliever whose name escapes me at the moment doesn't matter he's irrelevant in this whole story um yeah so i don't whatever there isn't even really a follow-up to that there's no question it's just a another day same story same bat channel etc like this this offense is just in a dark place right now um Jared Kelnick at least had a couple of hits today, you know, three hard hit balls overall on the day. You know, he's he's been really struggling as of late. So that was good to see. He got moved down the lineup to what six uh, today. He was uh, he ended up hitting behind Teoscar Hernandez today. Uh, Teo wasn't able to uh, stay hot. He went over three today, did have a hard hit ball, uh, also walked, which is, you know, pretty surprising when it comes to Teoscar Hernandez. But uh yeah, you didn't really get much out of Ty France today. Didn't really get much out of Julio today. He had an infield RBI single in that eighth inning. But again, garbage time. Doesn't really matter. Uh, sticking with Kelnick, though, here. So you guys, you know, we put out a poll the other day uh, asking you guys which Mariners position player we should get behind to act as the unofficial campaign managers for for the All-Star game. You guys voted for Kelnick uh, by... landslide earlier today and you know Kelnick's been on a little bit of a slide here and there's a lot of good outfielders in the American League I feel and Colby I think you agree with this that if we had to pick one of the three guys that we asked you guys about JP Crawford might have the best argument of the three might have the best path to making the all-star team so I think we're actually going to go with JP right Colby well, you know, I'm a man of the people, so I would say that they should uh, they should dictate who we campaign for. But sure, yeah, I mean, we can if you want to, we can go to JP. Causing uh, chaos, causing yeah. chaos. Yep, I get it. Yep. Uh, no, let let's just be frank about it. Now, here's the deal with Kelnick. Um, 
he still has enough time uh, sure. to actually kind of like reignite his his campaign. And we have two weeks until the starters are announced, uh, I think. And then obviously, I don't think we're we're hoping that he's a starter. I think we're just hoping that he's uh, he would be on the team. But uh, he still has two weeks, so if he has, you know, if he goes two for three every night, then. <laughs> he's probably an all-star, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he just doesn't have much of a shot right now. He's sliding pretty fast. There are other outfielders for teams who are go- only going to get one player into this game. Uh, that, yeah, that they will probably represent over him. So it's just such an uphill climb. And, and honestly, after watching him for the last week or so, since we put that poll up, I just, I just can't like, no, no, you guys have watched Kelnick the last week. You really think he's an all-star? Do you really think this isn't just some like fan servicey like pity vote? No, it is. So JP's a guy who actually is in a race right now. He's I think the third or fourth most valuable shortstop in the American League. Um, the game is in Seattle, obviously. I think that means more to JP to play in this game than it does Kelnick, to be quite frank. Um, and JP's just honestly a better candidate. So yeah. Uh, I think I think we might switch to JP here, but here's the beauty. I mean, you can vote for whoever you want. Like <laughs> it's it's not our yeah. job. It's not like you're only turning in ballots that are just JP Crawford. Vote for Jared Kalnick too. That's totally fine. We don't care. It's the All Star game. I don't take it too seriously. So, all right, Wander Franco, Bobachet, those guys are yep, far and away in. the the two best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're the two best shortstops in in the American League this year, and 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 by a lot. Uh, but after that, it, it starts to get muddied a little bit. You know, JP's right there. Uh, Jeremy Pena's right there. Uh, Bobby Witt, in terms of like F4, is right there. But that's mostly defense. And, you know, obviously the Royals have to get someone in, but they don't vote guys in based off of defense. So there's, I mean, Kansas City's got Salvador Perez and, yeah, you know, Araldis Chapman's probably going to make it. So that might be, uh, their, their rep, but yeah, I think, I think JP's got the best shot. Um, obviously again, he's not, he's not going to beat Franco or, or Bichette. That's ridiculous. Uh, but could he beat Pena? Could he beat Witt? Yeah, I think he could. Um, so yeah, I I think he absolutely should beat Bobby Witt because again, defense is the only thing that's really carrying Witt's value right now. Like he's slashing 237, 271, 422. He's hitting home runs. That's about it. Yep. Um, JP right now has a higher WRC plus than Pena. He has a far better uh, on base percentage than Pena. Uh, he's walking a hell of a lot more than Pena right now. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're just speaking, and, and on top of that, I mean, JP's having arguably his best defensive season in, in the last couple of years. Um, he's just been better than Pena. Like Pena is obviously, you know, World Series MVP, and um, he's just he's probably the more exciting player, like mm-hmm. on the national, you know, scope. Uh, but JP really statistically deserves it more than Pena. So if the American League is carrying a third shortstop as of now, I think that should be JP Crawford. Right. Um, <clears throat> so here's what we're gonna do. Uh, obviously. Uh, we have to let other people know about our campaign. So that's where you guys come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to bribe you, which we're very good at. So we're going to do a giveaway 
regardless if JP gets in or not, we will be giving away this lovely autographed Luis Castillo card, which was sent to us by a fan. So thank you very much. I don't, I don't know if he wants us to say his name. So I'll let you, you let us know if you want us to give you a, a, a sure. personal shout out. But uh, this card came to us from a fan. So no matter what, we will give away this Luis Castillo autograph card. Here's how you enter. It's very simple. Uh, send us proof on Twitter or via email. We'll, we'll take email. Um, mm-hmm. uh, show us your ballot where you voted for JP. Do it five times a day. But just, you know, you just have to send us the one. Uh, send us proof that you voted for JP. Uh, use the hashtag. What do we decide, Ty? JP, JP for ASG. Yes. The so the number, number four. four. Yeah. Yep. So JP, the number four <laughs> ASG. Mm-hmm. Uh, just send us a screenshot of your ballot with that hashtag on it. Uh, and you'll be entered to win. You, if you, we prefer to be on Twitter just because that's how you get a movement going, so to speak. Sure. Uh, but if you don't have a Twitter and you just want to email us that and be entered to win the card, that's great. Um, <clears throat> that'll work too. So we'll enter you in, in locked on mariners at gmail.com, by the way. Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so that's the way to enter. Um, if you want to throw us a subscribe, that'd be great too, but it's not necessary because this is a Twitter and email, uh, entry, uh, type of thing. Uh, if JP Crawford gets in now, it could be via the fan vote, which not going to happen, but if he gets in at all, then, uh, we'll put together a, a Mariners prize pack. I have some more autos that I'm willing to throw in. I have some cool gear that I found a little bit. That's a little bit older stuff that I'll throw into a box as well. Ty is going to get you tickets right behind home plate. I heard. So it's going to be awesome. Sure. Um, yeah, so yeah. yeah. So Thank again, just that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just send us the ballot, right? Uh, send us a picture of your ballot. Uh, use the hashtag JP4ASJ. You'll be entered to win this Luis Castillo card. And then G. hopefully... What? G, not J. Oh, did I, what if, did I say J? If, 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 if you're going yeah. Yeah, you, to give me crap <laughs> over San Diego, I'm giving you crap over ASJ. That's fine. I've already created more than enough chaos for you today. Sure, sure. So yeah, JP4ASG. I've been saying ASJ since Austin Safarian Jenkins. Um, so go ahead and just tweet that at us. <laughs> that is uh, a poll. That is a hell of a poll. Yeah, yeah. Things have gone downhill since I started, since I was, yeah, first started yeah, saying that. Yeah, 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 uh, but yeah, yeah, you'll be interested in the Luis Castillo card if he gets in, even if it's as a replacement. Uh, Ty and I will, uh, we'll throw something together and send it to one of you, uh, one of you, uh, lucky fans. And it'll, it'll be pretty cool. Like, it's not going to be mind blowing stuff, but I, I think it's pretty cool. I found some really cool stuff that I'm willing to give away and it's uh Mariner related and I think it'll be fun. And plus, Hey, you know what? The vibes are down right now. Let's send somebody to the all-star game. Let's send JP Crawford to the all-star game to yeah, help I, everybody's vibes right now. I, I, I need something positive to hold on to right now. I, I need this guys. I need this. So yeah. <laughs> put it down in the comments, JP for ASG. Um, and, and for Ty's mental well-being. Sure. Well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I figured that was a better use of our, our valuable six minutes here than talking about that offense. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's do it guys. Let's get him in. Uh, we'll mention mm-hmm. this on the top of the second segment every day. Um, but, uh, you know, it also would be really nice if JP just went like, you know, 20 for his next 40 or something crazy like that, that would help us out a lot too. So, you know, JP do your job, but uh, yeah, we're here for you. We're going to rally behind you and we're going to send JP to the all-star game. And I predict he will be the fourth Mariner uh, to play in the uh, midsummer classic this year. Fourth Mariner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
who are the other three? We'll get to that right after that. No, um, <laughs> uh, I'd say Julio Rodriguez, Luis Castillo, and Paul Seawald, actually. Paul Seawald. C.S. Mm-hmm. Wald in mm-hmm. the All-Star game. All right. I would totally rep Seawald, be his campaign manager, but unfortunately, we don't get to pick the pitchers, so we have no yeah. control over that. Disappointing. All right. So, hashtag JP for ASG. Let's get that thing going and uh, send us your proof of your vote for JP Crawford, and you'll be entered into our next giveaway. Mm-hmm. I heard Ty's working on this awesome graphic to throw up on Twitter and everything. So, it's like you've created, you said yourself, <clears throat> you created enough chaos. It's like Mariner's Twitter, like level good. The graphic, you, you- <laughs> just wait till you guys see it. Like, like, Jose that's Rivera enough. That's enough. That's enough chaos from you. That's enough chaos. I mean, I feel like you have to do it though. Jose, please don't look at my Twitter. Don't you don't want I mean, to? <clears throat> or maybe you could just do like a nice campaign sign. Sure. You but know, if no. you're lazy. Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, enough with today. We already we already said enough with today like five minutes ago so we're going to focus on last night because the Mariners actually won a baseball game last night their first and only win of the month of June so far Uh, we're going to talk about Logan Gilbert who was uh, pretty dang good last night but first a reminder this episode of the Locked On Mariners post game show is brought to you by Bird Dogs now I hate shopping for summer clothes I just want to be comfortable no matter if I'm at the ballpark or back at home recording an episode of Locked On M's Oftentimes, though, I find myself settling for clothes that feel cheap, tight, and restricting and just make me sweat in all the wrong places. Gross. I know. Thankfully, Bird Dogs has me and therefore you covered. Their wide selection of insanely comfortable shorts, joggers, sweatpants, polos, and more have me ready for any occasion this summer throws my way. I mean, who doesn't love stretchy fabric and built-in underwear? It's time to look good, feel good, and play good this summer. Go to birddogs.com slash MLB, and when you enter promo code LOCKEDONMLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Because what's even more important than staying comfortable this summer? Staying hydrated. And you can do both with Bird Dogs. Again, that's birddogs.com slash MLB. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners 10 to 3 loss to the San Diego Padres. Uh, again, Mariners off tomorrow. They'll get back after it on Friday with a trip to Anaheim. You can catch all the action on the Mariners hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. All right. Logan Gilbert last night. Pretty good. Um, you and I today, earlier today, when we were recording our Patreon show, patreon.com forward slash control the zone again. Um, we talked about, you know, what has kind of led to Gilbert's success this year, because look, really any way you slice it right now, Gilbert is currently having his best season at the major league level. I think that's a pretty fair statement to make here. Um, and the big part of that is the K rate is up. He's rocking a 10 one case per nine right now. Um, and we're, you know, nearing mid June. So. Uh, that would be by far his his highest mark on that front. And, of course, this year we've seen kind of a reinvented Logan Gilbert with the uh, with the presence of that splitter. Um, is that really what's changed things for Gilbert? Or, or what's ultimately here, by your assessment, leading to uh, Gilbert's success right now? 
Uh, yeah, right now uh, it's it's all the off speed, uh, the slider, the curveball, and the new splitter. Uh, slider and curveball are much better than they were last year. Uh, opponents batting average and slugging on both of those pitches are are way down. Uh, he's throwing them in the strike zone for strikes. He can expand the zone with both of those breaking balls now. And obviously the splitter plays so well off of the fastball since it's tunneled from the exact same arm slot as the fastball. Uh, you know, it's interesting. The fastball has actually been his worst pitch this year. Um, and it's not even as good as it was last year. So uh, uh, Gilbert has really needed uh, the off-speed stuff to play up, and it has. And so, um, you know, that's really the big the big difference right now. Uh, you know, Gilbert still gets value out of his fastball. I mean, it may be the pitch you're most likely to get hit off of, but it's also the pitch you're going to see the most, so that kind of makes sense. Uh, but he's still getting value off the fastball because he's using it at the top of the zone. Uh, for swing and miss, he's using it on the corners to set up the the slider just off the plate, um, and obviously he's using it really well off of the uh, off of the splitter uh, because it tunnels from it's thrown from the exact same arm slot uh, with the exact same arm speed. So the fastball is still what allows all the other pitches to play up a little bit, but Gilbert's ability to throw them in the strike zone and uh, throw them just outside of the strike zone that's what's that's what's the difference is right now with Gilbert. It's just better control, better command. Um, of all of his off speed and we've seen the walk rates uh go down even further walks obviously haven't been an issue for gilbert at the major league level but they're down even further from mm-hmm. where they were through the first two years he was around you know two and a half walks per nine right now he's at like one six five i think something mm-hmm. like that somewhere around there uh so <laughs> that's nice the the thing that really stands out to me though and this is a credit to the off speed stuff playing up more ground ball rate has gone up from about 5%. He entered the season around 36% ground ball uh, rate. That's now up to, what, 41... I'll get the specific number here in a second. 41.3% uh, this year. Yeah, he's a much more balanced pitcher. Uh, in the past, he was heavy fly ball. Um, now he's much more balanced between strikeout, uh, ground ball, and fly, and fly ball. Um, and yeah, you know, if Kirby has... Or sorry, if uh, Gilbert has a pretty good month here of June... He's got a shot to to make that all-star team too. He's off to a really good start. Mm-hmm. The numbers are really good. Um, probably doesn't get it on the first shot, but as we know, about five to 10 arms every year decide they're not going to pitch in the all-star game. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but maybe they favor the, the hometown team if there's a tiebreaker type of situation. And Gilbert's probably pretty solidly in that next group of also deserving uh, all-stars. So, Uh, Gilbert's got a shot here if he continues to pitch well, um, you know, kind of put the bat out in against the Yankees behind him uh, and he went out there and and he shoved yesterday against, you know, not, not a very good lineup uh, unless, you know, you watch today, (laughs) but uh, not a very, not a very good lineup, but he still went out there. He did his job. He dominated. um, And, you know, he even dominated the, the few good hitters that were in that lineup last night. Uh, Tatis and, and uh, Soto really couldn't do much against uh, Gilbert. So, yeah, uh, Logan, as long as he can uh, keep getting value with his off-speed stuff in the strike zone, then he's going to get guys to expand. Uh, and there's still even a little bit room for improvement because, as I said, the fastball hasn't been quite as good as it was last year. So uh, if he can get all four of those pitches working at the same time with his command, with his extension, uh, with his mound presence, uh, sky's the limit for for Logan Gilbert. And an all-star nod is certainly not out of the, the realm of possibility if he has a good month of June. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, I mean, if all you know, if the all-star teams were determined by F4, which 
they're not, you know, just have to say that. But again, if they were determined by F word, Logan Gilbert would be a, a no brainer, really. He's 11th right now amongst all major league starters in F4 yep. at 1.9. Uh, Luis Castillo is eighth, uh, just for reference, by the way. So, uh, Luis Castillo and, and Logan Gilbert, by all accounts, really amongst the, the elite of starting pitchers uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and George Kirby, even, you know, with bad start today, not too far by, uh, behind either. He entered today 13th. Now, I don't think today helped his F4 <laughs> by any stretch. He, he might have lost a point or two off of that number, but uh, yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, and we got to run here, but uh, I do want to point out how yesterday's game, uh, kind of the blueprint uh, for the Mariners. They faced mm-hmm. a pitcher with good stuff, good starting pitcher. Um, and even though they weren't really able to put anything up against him, they only scored one run. They controlled the zone very well. Uh, yes, they struck out, I think, eight times in five innings, but 103 pitches, a ton of, of two out, two strike. They fouled off a ton of pitches. They really, mm-hmm. you know, they they jacked up his pitch count. Uh, they They got him out of there early. They made him throw a lot of high-stress pitches, and then what did they do? You know, they attack the bullpen. They make San Diego get to their bullpen earlier than they want to. They feast off of the kind of the middle guys instead of the high leverage guys. They scrap one. They uh, get one off of Honeywell on the uh, Teoscar Hernandez home run, which was a great at-bat, by the way, uh, for Teo. Um, you know, they, they take the lead. They get the dominant pitching they need. They set up the bullpen exactly how they want it, Munoz and then Seawald. Um, they get the little insurance runs uh, against, again, another – you know, not not the high leverage type uh, in the San Diego bullpen. Uh, that win yesterday, it felt good. It felt familiar. It felt repeatable. And that's how you're going to want to win games going forward. Obviously, you want to score more runs. But you win four to one. You get dominant pitching. You don't beat yourself. You play good defense. You control the zone really well. You make a bunch of pitchers throw. You know, you don't chase. You make them throw quality pitches to get you out. doesn't matter if you strike out as long as you make them throw quality pitches. And you win. And and that's the formula uh, with your with your big back end guys. Now that Munoz is back, um, who looked fantastic by the way, um, that's the formula. That's the repeatable uh, mm-hmm. way to win for the the Mariners, and that's what you want to see going forward. Yeah, today sucked, and obviously because you got blown out twice in Texas and you got blown out twice uh, by the Yankees, it, 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 they all start to run together and they all start to look really bad. Don't overlook how good yesterday's game was, how clean yesterday's game was. That is the blueprint going forward. That's how you're going to beat Shohei Otani on Friday if you do. Um, you're going to have to play that type of game where you just grind it out, get him out of the game early, attack the bullpen, have good pitching. Uh, you're going to have Castillo on the bump. Your bullpen's going to be well-rested coming off the off day. Um, that's that's how you're going to win. That is how you're going to get back into, the, into this playoff race by playing the game like you did on Tuesday. All right, well, hopefully they can take that formula with them to Anaheim. Again, you can catch all the action this weekend on the Mariners Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. That's going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. For Colby Patnode, I'm Titan Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. It's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well over at Locked On Mariners. That's one word, Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners 10 to three loss to the San Diego Padres. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.